everyone. Welcome back to HR Sessions. My name is Holly Reeser. And I'm Sydney Evans. And we're so excited to go ahead and start uh, season two out here. Um, Just to reflect a little bit on the first season, we had 11 episodes with 12 guests. And we had the honor of being on HR Social Hour um, with John Thurman and Wendy Daly. And it was just so great to be able to collaborate um, and just also wanted to plug here right at the beginning. Um, we had such a positive experience with them. So if anyone out there is wanting to collaborate um, with their podcast, um, please let us know. We would be more than happy to do that. Um, we had such a great experience and just want to continue to grow um, in our network. So um, also just another refresher here. Um, you can access this uh, podcast on Spotify, Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, and um, several other platforms. Uh, we will always post on LinkedIn with new episodes. Um, we have some very exciting guests coming on this season, and we want to be able to make sure no one misses out. So just go ahead and find us on uh, LinkedIn. Again, that's Holly Reeser and Cindy Evans. Yeah, um, and going off of that, like, yeah, last season we had a ton of great guests, like, if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, I encourage you um, to check them out. But yeah, this season two, we think is somehow even going to be better now that we've had <laughs> some like experience under our belt um, and really understand, you know, what podcasting um, means. But yeah, um, another announcement. So there is a student conference um, coming up on February 21st. That's a Sunday from 830 to 11. Um, it's through Indy Sherm. I've been to that, I think, two times um and it's always been great um they always have wonderful speakers one of them did um the keynote last year julie wright and she's going to be on our podcast so look out for that um (laughs) i say the registration is free for student chapter members so if you're a part of sherm it's free and then but it's only ten dollars for non-student chapter members um so definitely a great price for you get an opening session three breakout sessions and a keynote speaker and that will all be over zoom Um, And another one of the speakers is um, Rich Flory, excuse me. Um, He's an HR business partner at Cook Medical, and he's going to be one of our speakers as well. So um, we'll have him on the podcast and we can learn a little bit more about his breakout session, which is going to be interview tips for remote or virtual workforce. Um, And this really goes along with what we're talking about today, which is all about um, the job search and um, Holly has a new job and we're I'm gonna ask her a million questions about <laughs> that um, but before that um, every single podcast um, this is something new we're just gonna do a fun little question um, I say with the future episodes it's really a way to get to know the guests before we dive into some questions so um, the question that Holly and I you know have for each other is um you know, what is one of your goals for the new year? One of your resolutions? Um, Holly, do you want to start? Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you for uh, announcing about the job. I am <laughs> just so thankful for the opportunity and just thinking about um, the new year starting off. What I really want to strive for is to just grow professionally. I feel like Um, My whole life, I'll be striving for that, but especially starting in this new career and phase of my life, it's so exciting, and Mm -hmm. um, uh, just the position that I'm in, uh, we'll get to that later, but it's just such a great, like, stepping stone into my future career, Um, and so I'm just so excited to see how that develops over uh, 2021, so that's my resolution. I know there's 
um, plenty others I can think about, but um, that just kind of ties into what we're going to be speaking about. And I'm just so excited. So what about you, Sydney? Yeah, um, I can talk about two, I guess. So one of my goals is to get a full-time job. So if anybody listening has a job, um, hit me up on LinkedIn. um, Let me know. Um, I'll be graduating in May. So I'm happy to talk to anyone about that. I'm looking in the indie area. um, So just keep me in mind. Um, But one of my like actual resolutions is to read two books a month. And normally I'm one of those people that sets resolutions and then like it's gone in two weeks, but I've actually been kind of popping off. Like I've already read two books and I'm on my third. Um, So I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, They haven't been like, they're not like self-help or development, like HR books or anything like that. Like one of them was Nicholas Sparks and I read that in like a day and a half, but I don't care. I love those books. (laughs) Um, It's reading. So um, Mm -hmm. I don't care, but yeah, I'm proud of that. So Hopefully, hopefully I can keep it up, um, especially as it gets busier. But uh, I'm glad that I've already got my my monthly goal um, done uh-huh. there. See, that's <laughs> great. I'm not a huge reader at all, but um, one thing that we'll be speaking about in the future episodes, we actually received one of Steve Brown's books, uh, <laughs> HR Rising. So excited to dive into that again. I've never really been a big reader, but I think it's so interesting to dive into HR books because mm. obviously we're both interested in that because we majored in it. And um, so I'm so excited to dive into that. Uh, but I think that's great. And just a little side note here, I just want to talk about Sydney and just say that anyone who is seeking out um for HR roles, um, I just have to say, I can't speak highly enough about Sydney. I know that we had just met junior year, um, but just the leadership that she showed um, right in the beginning when I was in the HRA, um, just the communication and collaboration was like different than any other student that I work with. So please look out for Sydney and her resume. I know she posted on like the indie HR professionals on Facebook and LinkedIn, but I really can't say enough about her. So um yeah that's Aww. just what I have to say <laughs> gotta put you on a pedestal real quick <laughs> thank you thank you Holly yes, <laughs> very sweet of course. oh my gosh I'm, no one can see but I'm blushing right now that's very nice <laughs> okay but now let's I'm gonna brag about Holly now okay so you got a full-time job you just we're recording this on a Saturday this is right after her first week that she finished that's so exciting so um I'm gonna ask her a bunch of different questions but first off um I say, tell our listeners, you know, what job do you have? Let's start off with that. That's a good yep. question. Yeah. So um, I am working at Performance Health and I am at the Indianapolis location. Um, they have me as their HR coordinator um, and they have their one of their um, uh, warehouses for distribution um, in the indie location. So it's so awesome to kind of see how HR works with, um, you know, collaborating with DC associates. So um, my title will be HR coordinator. Okay, great. So how did you get the job? Like, did you find it on LinkedIn? Did you have a connection? Take us through that process. Mm-hmm. So I, um, it, it's really just all about who you know. And I used to get so annoyed with that saying because I'm like, ah, oh. it's like, okay, well, I have the skills in the background. <laughs> like, why is no one considering me? Um, but it really is just through connections. And it was one, um, one thing that I saw posted on the Indie HR Professionals uh, Facebook group. I know we mentioned them a ton of times on this podcast, but seriously, they <laughs> just are there to help you and provide opportunities. So I found that um, I, I personally messaged um, 
uh, Asa McCormick, and he was the one who was seeking out for this role. And um, again, we knew uh, mutual people through uh, my sister and her work. So um, that is how I found out about the job. Mm-hmm. And one thing I just want to say, too, as well, um, I, I hate to bring TikTok into this podcast, but there <laughs> is a TikTok account that is specifically out there to help you with networking um, with professionals and how to find a job. And I came across this video and they created like this um, outline or template to reach out to professionals because it's just that personal connection that takes you to the next level. Um, You can apply all day and, you know, just automatically apply through LinkedIn, but um, it's when you take the extra step to reach out, even if you don't know them, just putting your name in their ear and just say, Hey, this is who I am. If you have anything open, please let me know. Um, I think Mm -hmm. that's really what professionals want to see is you just taking the initiative to reach out. And, you know, if you can't find their contact information, maybe it's just a simple LinkedIn message. Hey, do you have the HR recruiters um, email? Like, is there anyone that I can get in contact with? So I think that's really how I was able to get this job and why I Mm -hmm. didn't get the other jobs. Yeah. I say, I love that. Like going off of that kind of my, I guess, two cents, um, is with networking, it can be either like long term, like you know this person for a while, like you know, you've known them since sophomore year of college, you know, like obviously you don't need a full-time job right now, but in the future, you know, you can lean on those connections. But also in, you know, Holly's case, maybe there's kind of the short-term, you know, connections with reaching out to the recruiter. Like if you really like this job and really know you like this company, like start talking to people on LinkedIn. I know it seems really daunting. Like you guys might not think this about me, but I used to get like really nervous about like talking to people and listen, being online, it does make it a lot easier, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. in person, like I would find it difficult to just go up to a person, introduce myself, but with like zoom, like it is like scheduled. Um, and don't, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Like they, they want to talk to you. Like if somebody asks me if like for help with something, oh my God, I love helping people. Like that is so (laughs) fun to me and especially with HR mm-hmm. are you kidding me every single HR professional is going to help you out that is literally mm-hmm. their job and if they don't <laughs> then, then then you don't want to work at that company trust <laughs> me so so again don't be afraid um mm-hmm. yeah let's get back to talking about your job um what does it mean to be an HR coordinator um I feel like there's so many different job titles out there um and I kind of get nervous when it's more of like a a generalist position, I guess, because I'm like, am I, am I qualified? Like I haven't, I haven't done anything with benefits. I don't know anything about payroll, you know, different things like that. So can you just talk about what your job entails? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing that I'll start off with, um, my boss currently, uh, when we were interviewing, she had asked me a question that I have never, um, you know, been asked before. And that's, what really is the difference between an HR generalist and an HR coordinator and which one are you looking for more? And I really Mm -hmm. had to sit there and I'm like, Oh, wow. You know, I kind of view them as the, you know, the same positions and don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong. Obviously they have um, pretty much the similar, similar scopes, but um, I feel like with a generalist role, you have more leeway to make decisions. Um, You're, you're, getting to tap into different HR faucets like I am right now um, in a coordinator position, but you truly are uh, coordinating things between um, people in the office, whether they need um, 
just all a whole range of things. Like whenever you think of coordinator, just think you're really supporting other roles in a generalist. Mm -hmm. You're kind of making those decisions on your own. So that's just something that I wanted to put in there. Um, It really tested my knowledge. So I really um, appreciated that. As far Mm -hmm. as my scope. So it's kind of different every day. And keep in mind, this is only my first week. So I'm sure there'll be um, some other things to come. But um, I tap into a little bit of everything. So I'm going to be assisting with payroll. Um, I'm going to be assisting with benefits questions. Now, as far as enrolling them, um, that's not my job, but, uh, basically just like it says human resources, I am the resource for the DC associates. So if anyone mm-hmm. needs a question pretty much regarding anything on the, the spectrum, I'm pretty much the front line because the mm-hmm. HR manager and recruiter, obviously they have things to do and they're also there to provide a resource, but, um, I'm kind of like the first stop so they can um, get their answers question or their questions answered. <laughs> um, um, also be, um, I, I will support a little bit of recruiting. So as far as onboarding uh, candidates, um, not necessarily seeking them out, but just bringing them onto the team, welcoming, welcoming them to performance health, um, training them on the company and, um, you know, sending them off to the supervisors. Also, just creating that relationship with the DC associates mm-hmm. um, is huge because, um, y- you know, how everyone looks at HR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you just got to make that personal connection and just um, just let them know that you're there for them and um, just mm-hmm. be very understanding in situations and uh, just be able to support them. And I'm sorry to keep rambling on about it, but <laughs> no, um, I'm just trying, you know, there's just you so know, much that goes with HR, right, right? right? Yeah. And I think that um, a coordinator role is just really going to set me up for success as it taps into a little bit of everything. That's, that's like a perfect, like first job for you. This is going to be so good. And I'm so happy for you. And then when you're talking about personal connection, um, I always think of, I just loved our episode last season with Will Stefan. Everyone should check it out. That was literally one. I mean, we love all our episodes, of course. All our guests are amazing, but that was one of our favorites. Um, So definitely check that out if you want to learn more about, you know, connecting um, with employees. You should also um, check out Steve Brown's first book, HR and Purpose. It also talks Mm -hmm. about about that. Mm -hmm. So just some recommendations. Um, The next question. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. I just have to say one more thing because you brought up a great point. So I'm just kind of bouncing off of Will's episode as well. So when it comes to, so like, for example, if I can set you up where, where I work, it's kind of like um, the office part of it. And then um, the DC associates. So um, of course there at times can seem like there can be a divide, but I think what's awesome about um, HR and the position that I'm in is that um, you just get to walk on the floor and just see their day to day and you just appreciate it so much more because they are the reason the company is running. They are the ones that are sending packages out to the, um, the customers. They are what's keeping us in business. So it's just so mm-hmm. important to, to really make them feel understood and heard because they really are just working insane amount of hours. They're keeping us going. Um, so anyone who has an HR position where you can, um, interact with people on the floor in a DC setting is just so eye-opening and it's been Mm -hmm. great. So yeah, sorry to just had to say that. (laughs) No, that's great. I love that. Um, yeah, it's important to, you know, kind of get off your pedestal. Like you are not, you know, better than these employees. Like, obviously I haven't been in a full-time HR role or, you know, in the DC associate shoes, 
but I feel like I could say their job is probably a lot harder than HR. Like that, that seems very like intensive and just laboring and just difficult. So um, it's definitely, yeah, important to be on the same level as them and really just get to know them as people. Like they're just, they're humans right. like us. So that I think that's the main, main point to, to go with that. Um, moving on, can you talk about maybe something you did in school that you think helped you get this job or will help you succeed? Like, there any skills that you took away from classes or things you were involved in? Um, you could just speak a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. So the extracurricular activities that I was involved with in school were everything. So I mm-hmm. give so much credit to the Human Resources Association. I was in it for a year. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, it taught me so much of how to just communicate Um and also just work with different profession professionals. So when um, Cindy and I were talking just before this episode, um, I am the youngest in the office, but um, it's just that collaboration piece, understanding how to speak to professionals and um, be able to relate to them in, in certain aspects has like just helped me so much um, coming into this job. And everyone at Performance Health has been just so welcoming and it just creates an environment where you want to collaborate and you want to work and you feel like your ideas are heard. So um, the HRA has done so much for me in that aspect Um, and definitely in in classes. So I give a lot of credit to employment law, Um, favorite class uh, from from college. And it taught so much about policies, regulations, um, all that fun stuff. And those are the kind of questions I get every day. So people are going to ask, you know, you know, how much, how does PTO work or, you know, how do benefits work or, Mm -hmm. you know, what if there was like, you know, a discrimination claim or something like that. I feel like employment law has helped me so much on how to understand how policies are made and um, how things are dealt with. So I think employment law was great um, as far as regarding like policies, but again, HRI really helped me with that personal uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say the role you have now with performance health, it does remind me of a lot of what you did in like HRA. Like, I mean, I remember like you were in charge of the case competition, but like we were always collaborating and like working on it. And I could just like count on you to have, I mean, I remember you came like the first meeting or so or whatever with like this whole like PowerPoint done. <laughs> and I was just so impressed. So I, I think this role really does um, fit you perfectly. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. But now, you know, that you're done with your first week, you talked about a little bit, but I mean, how was it? Um, what did you, what did you enjoy about it? What did you think maybe surprised you, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's literally your first full-time job, like that's a big deal. And mm-hmm. it's something you, you think about for a while. Um, but yeah, can you talk about kind of, yeah, your expectations with it and how it actually, you know, turned out to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I just cannot speak well enough of this company and how they welcome employees because every single person that I had interacted with um, on the office side, there's about eight of us. And each one of them, even the people who are remote in Ohio or Illinois, they took the time to meet with me, sit down and just have a personal conversation about who we are and where we came from. Um, It just gets a better understanding of how the team works. And um, I think that that was my favorite part about it. First week. Yeah, it was um, it was way better than I had expected. Of course, I was nervous. But again, they made it such an easy transition, a lot of training. 
Um, but the, the thing that I liked the most also is that, um, I was able to kind of go ahead and dive into my responsibilities. And so, um, whether that meant like shooting out an email regarding certain processes or something, I was able to go ahead and be hands-on. And I feel like you could agree with this. Um, we're both, we learn very well doing things hands-on. So, Mm -hmm. um, that just helped a lot. So yeah, they just, I can already, you know see potential and stuff so I'm so excited that's so great (laughs) and I know you mentioned to me like that you talked to some of your coworkers about like being on the podcast so hopefully we can have them on you know later this season and get to learn like I guess I mean you talk about you know the transition was so easy I'd love to kind of hear I guess their side of it and you know learn more about you know how can you make someone to feel comfortable and like onboard mm-hmm. them and train them mm-hmm. um especially during like covid i wanted to talk yeah. a little bit about that like is it i mean it seems like they were you were able you know to completely you know connect with them and have have a really you know fun first week um do you think it would have been different at all if there was not covid or do you think they they seem to do a great job even with the restrictions and like wearing masks and kind of you know staying the 6 feet apart and everything like that can you just touch a little bit on that yeah, no, there were definitely, um, you know, precautions in place, of course, like you said, the mass distancing, sanitizing mm-hmm. things when now we have people come in and clean and stuff. So okay. I felt very comfortable working there on site. Um, but honestly, I can't really see it being different without mm-hmm. COVID because they did their best to make it um, very a very personal um, and welcoming experience. And just I think the biggest part, too, was um you know, I was very surprised during COVID that I could be on the floor going out to people. Um, but they have arranged the warehouse so well to where there wouldn't really be close interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really made it feasible for people to be there on site and get production going while also following COVID procedures. So I can't yeah. really see it being any different. And um, again, sorry, I keep rambling on. But mm-hmm. another aspect that I wanted to mention, too, um, when entering a job, Uh, especially for HR, I think just from other podcasts, um, guests and other professionals that we have spoken to, they always mention it's so important for HR to know the business function. So Mm -hmm. I was so thankful that I got to sit down with people who um, manage the DC associates. They literally showed me photos and walked me through the minute a package comes in the warehouse, how it gets moved around through supply chain and how it gets out of the building. And I think knowing that has helped me so like understand so much um, about the company. So just as soon as you come in to a new job, I feel like just asking people not only what do they do, but how is everything ran? Um, and just just try to know more outside of HR because mm-hmm. then it just helps you become a better HR person, I feel like. So that's just one thing I wanted to put out there. <laughs> no, that, that's great because I feel like there's sometimes like, I'll apply to jobs and I like the company like as a whole, like their values, you know, what they do for the environment, things like that. But the product they sell, like, I'm like, I mean, no, (laughs) no one really cares about it. Like that sounds really mean, but it's like, there's one company that like they, they sell cable products. I'm sorry. I don't get excited over cable (laughs) products. I'm not sure if too many people do, you know what I mean? But it's like, Uh then, then you take a look at, like I said, the values they have, the work culture, you know, what initiatives they have in place. Um, that's just something to keep in mind as well. Cause they, I mean, there are a lot of companies out there where maybe you don't fully understand what they do or you don't fully know the business, but like Holly said, like they'll, they'll teach you, you'll have these conversations. Um, like you'll be an expert 
um, in no time. So mm-hmm. keep that um, in mind. And then the last question I have is, I was just mm-hmm. curious, like, how is it working 40 hours a week? Like, are you exhausted? I feel like I work like for three hours at the career hub. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, my God, I need like a two hour lunch break. Like, I'm so <laughs> tired. So like, eight hours a day or nine hours, whatever, that is a big, big transition. So I want to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, no. uh, Yes, of course, it is um, (laughs) a big transition. And at times, you know, when I get home, I do feel very tired. But the fun thing about HR, people think HR is sitting behind a computer, and Mm -hmm. we're just, you know, looking at numbers, typing reports. No, we are physically walking around at all times. Like my days fly by because you're answering people's questions, you're helping them on the computer, you're walking them here, here and there. Like, the HR is so exciting because no day is the same. And that is what I love about it so far. And again, I know it's only the first week, but <laughs> I'm really just on my feet moving around at all times. So I never really find myself sitting there like drained at the computer, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely an adjustment, but uh, no, I love it. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> I'm glad. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to whenever yes. I get my job and stuff, that'll be so fun. I said, I'm glad yes. it's fly, flying by for you. Um, Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it also helps when you like, I mean, again, I know it's only your first week, but like you truly love HR and like, you know, whatever job you get, you're gonna, for the most part, you know, you never, there's always things you don't like, but for the most part, you'll truly, you know, enjoy what you're doing. Um, yeah. Actually, I had one more question. I was curious, yeah. do you have the option to work from home at all? Is that a thing for the company? So they had mentioned, um, and again, like I said, when people come um, with questions or, you mm-hmm. know, you need to walk them to a certain area or whatnot, of course, it's not like, um, it's not like bothering. It's just, you know, just a little distraction in mm-hmm. case you have something to do on the computer. So let's say that I had a really important project that I needed to do without any distractions, then I could work from home. Um, otherwise, okay. I'm pretty much on site because again, I need to be there for that resource. They need us. So I need to be there. Um, present as much as possible so um, I haven't really considered online or online um, Mm -hmm. working from home um, but it could be potentially a possibility but again I just want to be present as possible but yeah no everything just seems like um, like my degree's paying off and everything's just falling into place and it's it's everything I've been wanting to do so it's been great I love that. So I love that. I, I have been just rambling on about me. Um, it's very exciting, but of course I want to get to Sydney. I feel like it's so fun because you get to see both sides now because first season, um, I didn't get this job till December. So I was still Sydney and I were still in the job search process, mm-hmm. but Sydney's in the job search process currently. And as I'm starting this new job, it's just so exciting to talk about from two different perspectives um, of how to find those resources so mm-hmm. that's really what I want to focus on with Sydney. She has a lot of experience in the Career Hub, um, being able to assist students with uh, seeking jobs, helping with resumes, cover letters. I know you can explain it a lot better than I can. <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, no, no. She does a lot with, um, you know, seeking out um, jobs. And um, I just want to really talk about where you find those jobs, like what platforms do you utilize and which one is your favorite? Yeah. Um, I mean, my favorite, we say it again, but I really love <laughs> in the HR professionals. There's just, there's so many jobs in there. Like, I just love it. And I'm sure I haven't looked personally, cause I'm only looking like in the indie area, but I'm sure there's other Facebook, um, groups for, um, for other, um, locations. So 
I think with the job search, um, it's not as straightforward as it as it used to be, I feel like. I feel like there's ways that you can be creative with it that maybe people don't think about. So Facebook group, I never would have thought about that before. Um, another one is like blogs, you know, sometimes there's different like job boards or forums on there. Um, Steve Brown, he has one. Um, and we can link that all these things that we're talking about, we can we can link them for you. So don't worry about searching it up or anything. Um, but yeah, blogs out there, um, looking on LinkedIn, I don't really I don't really use the job section of LinkedIn. I find it kind of difficult. Like I'll look at a job and there'll be like a hundred applicants. So I'm like, I mean, I I'm confident in myself, but also I'm like a hundred applicants. That, that's, <laughs> that's like insane. Like I, I, I don't even, it's not even worth it. Like I don't even try with that to be honest. Um, so if I'm using LinkedIn, it's really for the networking aspect of it. So whether it's making my own post about, you know, an event I had, or if I write a, a blog for the career hub. I always post it on there. Um, other ways you can network are, you know, commenting on posts. If someone else makes another post, just say like, oh, I really enjoyed reading this. Like, thanks so much for sharing it. Um, it's, a, I mean, it's really as simple as that. You know, everything's online. You just gotta type it out. Um, another thing I would suggest um, for kind of like the job search, and sorry, I'm not sure if I'm exactly answering your questions, but I'm just gonna no, talk all about you. the job search. Um, Please, so, yes. Like I talked about earlier, Holly, with like the long-term and short-term networking. Um, so while I am relying on my network that I already have, I like posting my resume out there. Also, when you post your resume on LinkedIn, please do not put your address on there. That's something I've learned. You can put your city, but don't put your address because everyone on the internet can see it. So just be careful of that. Um, but with like the short term, so for example, there's a job that I'm interested in and I hadn't heard of the company before, but I like I researched about it. And then I found people on LinkedIn. You just go to the company, you click people, type in human resources, and then you find some people that work there. Um, I have a call with someone next week. That is like, that is the easiest way to really, I guess, put yourself in another level of the job search. You know, if you already like the person I'm talking to, this is literally her position. Like she's moving into another one. So this is literally like the person that can tell me everything about the job. And I'm sure she's involved in the recruiting process. So if you can talk to someone that's actually been in that job, please do that. Or just been at the company as a whole. They can teach you a lot more than the website. You can look through the website, but you're really not going to get like the full details. You know, there's more to a company than, oh, these are our values. Like, great. But are they are these values actually being seen in the company? You want to get to that, you know, that primary source. So mm -hmm. it's really important to have like these conversations. And when you have these conversations, um, I'm kind of guilty of this. Sometimes I don't really take the best notes or I don't really remember all the details. Um, even of our podcast, I, I remember the overarching themes, but I cannot, you know, recall every single detail from every podcast. So make sure you're taking notes, make sure you're staying organized with Excel. You know, I have one for like job applications, you know, um, where I can put, have I applied? Um, does it need a cover letter? Um, do I have an interview? Things like that. Um, those would be kind of um, my main tips with that. I know I said a lot, um, but I mean, there's just so many different aspects of like the job search and how you can mm -hmm. be creative. And one other thing I want to say is when it comes to like resources for finding a job, um, rely on um, your career services. Like they are there to help you. Um, 
I mean, I can only personally speak for the O'Neill Career Hub, but I'm sure the I mean, other career services on campus 100% really want to help out students and are there for you. And um, check out their website. I know for the O'Neill Career Hub, we have a ton of different resources on there. Um, if you need to learn how to make a resume or a cover letter, or maybe you're having your first interview and you need to learn about the STAR format, that's all on there. So um, definitely take some time aside just to focus on that. Mm-hmm. No, you have brought up such great points and mm-hmm. I didn't even do half of that. So that's incredible. <laughs> um, it's just about the blog stuff and the Excel. I think that's, that's great. And kind of going off of that. Mm-hmm. So um, Sydney had taken the initiative. I think we mentioned this earlier. Uh, to post her resume and great point about the address. I literally would not have known this without. Well, I only know because I posted it before and someone told me, I'm like, my bad. Thank you for telling me. (laughs) No, that's literally so smart. Mm -hmm. Um, But for LinkedIn and Facebook for the Facebook group, Mm -hmm. um, she had taken the initiative to put herself out there and say, Hey, this is who I am. um, And I'm looking for a job. Can you kind of explain to people, because I had the same question, Mm -hmm. what, is like necessary to say you don't want to post this long thing that no one's going to read but what are the important things to include and um how do you not shorten yourself um by saying oh i'm only looking for this position like how can you word it in a way to to be uh reached out to yeah um here let me literally pull up my post right now but (laughs) i mean i think one thing is saying so so right now it's kind of early technically early in the job search so in college there's the recruiting season at the beginning of the year and then you know it slows down and then in late february early march it's like starting up again so right now i have no expectations um as someone graduating in may of finding a job right now because like a lot Mm -hmm. of people are like we need someone right now um but you know it doesn't hurt to apply for jobs get your name out there also there's some companies that are going to hire students part-time and then when you graduate um be full-time um but basically back to the post um I just talked about like you know I start my last semester I'm graduating May and I'm looking for full-time opportunities within HR in the indie area so I am specific about that because like I only want HR jobs I only want to be like an indie um of unless, course. It, unless it's remote who knows but um <laughs> So something I said, like, I know it's pretty early to be looking for a job. So like, you know, um, set that expectation, but I would love to network and make some more connections. Here's my resume if anyone wants to take a look. So something important, I think the key part of that post is like, I'd love to network and make some more connections, you know? So even though I'm not like, Hey, everyone send me like job positions. It's like, no, (laughs) let me, let me talk to people, you know, like, let me just genuinely make connections with people. And I have found it easier through the podcast because this is an easy way just to converse with people. Um, but even if you don't have a platform like this, you can make a post like this. You can reach out you know, to alumni. There's an alumni tool on LinkedIn. Um, look that up. That's a really great tool. Um, there's one more thing I was going to say. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I can't think of anything. If you have another question, you can go. I had something else. No, no you're fine. I'm sure it'll come back. Just stop me if it does. Okay. Um, is there ever a time it's too early to look for jobs, or would you encourage students to always be networking? I would say always be networking. Of course, like I said, there's the time where, you know, they're only looking for people to hire right away, but you never know, you know, mm-hmm. you can always be looking um, for that job and, you know, making those um, 
connections as well. And dang it, I, I really want to remember what I wanted to say earlier. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like cannot think. It was like a good point too. Um, and you're totally fine. Please stop know. me though if it comes. Yeah, no, I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, so kind of shifting gears a little bit. Um, so what classes can you take that may not necessarily be related to HR, um, but could potentially, um, benefit that degree, um, or major? Yeah. Um, I guess it is like part of my major, but it's not like an HR class. Um, but professional writing was a really helpful course. That's when I first learned, how to create a resume. Um, we would also like write memos. And I remember one of them, or we also did emails. And I remember one of them was like an email to, you know, um, like to, impl- or excuse me, to applicants, you know, if they didn't like receive a job, so like a bad newsletter is what we called it. And I literally, so I had to, I was helping the career hub because we were hiring new peer educators. I wrote the bad newsletter. I literally looked up my old one and used it for this new one, which <laughs> that, that's been super helpful. Um, another class that's, I mean, kind of same or similar to professional writing is the career development class. Um, you also have to take it for your major, but I mean, that, that was really the start to how I learned about resume, cover letter, um, networking back then. I don't think I took it as seriously. Like I was like informational interviews, like, like that's stupid. I don't, I don't need to do that, but now I'm like, <laughs> no, informational interviews are so, so important. And, um, can really just like I'll have students come to me and they want to they'll set up appointments about career exploration and they're just like I I really don't know what I want to do or I know I like this field but I don't know what jobs are out there I mean I tell them just talk to people like that is the easiest way to learn about a job is just to talk to talk to somebody within that field you know you can Mm -hmm. do all the research but it's so much easier just asking a person, you know, like, you know, what's the point of looking stuff online if somebody else already um, has the answer. So I, I really just can't stress it enough to encourage people to set up these informational interviews. And um, one other tip I have for informational interviews is at the end of it to ask the person like, hey, do you have somebody else in your network that you think I should talk to? Who would be beneficial for me to, to speak to? So once you have that first one set up, it kind of just spirals into more and more informational interviews you know like it's so easy you know because mm-hmm. I mean I know even for our podcast you know we'll have we'll finish one and then we'll send a thank you email and they're like okay I think there I have two people that I think would be great you know on your podcast so it's like it gets easier and easier um mm-hmm. so uh, that that would be one of my um tips for informational mm-hmm. interviews that's great yeah no Sydney is the resource <laughs> thank you all about it so listen to her um no that's great um really just two more questions Mm -hmm. here so um speaking about uh classes and hr at iu who's one or maybe a few um people that have really impacted your experience in the hr field here at iu Hmm. i would say one of them is dan grudman and he was our hra advisor um i mean he's just incredible i feel like through HRA, he's just really supported me. And I loved how he had this kind of hands-off approach, you know, like he really, like, like we planned a conference, we planned a case competition, like Dan helped, but we planned this. And at first it's really daunting, but like, I, I mean, it's just such an incredible experience. And we gained really incredible skills from it. And 
the thing is like even though he was hands off he was still there to completely support like if I had an issue I'd just walk into his office and talk to him he was just you know always there I could call him I could text him whatever it was so he's I can't say more about him he's just so great um and he also you know he teaches strategic HR and then also um the HR class um I took strategic HR of him and that's a really fun class um and I think that's really aided me um with like will help me with my future um career as well um and then another person who's impacted me I'm trying to think this sounds bad I can't <laughs> think of anyone else it's so hard to narrow down because everyone in the I, IU and the HR department is just incredible yeah here, I would say the other person who's impacted me, or people, I guess, is just the career hub as a whole. I love all my employees, supervisors, past supervisors. I mean, just anyone that I've ever interacted in the career hub with has just been so great. Like, I, I truly love them um, so much. And they really, like, encourage you that if you're interested in something, like, they'll let me do it. Like, they... I've been leading like all like the training and like onboarding and just like these great HR skills that they're just letting me pursue. Um, so they're just, again, very supportive. And then, okay, I'm thinking of more and more people now. The last people that are just amazing are um, the HR team at Stonebelt. So that was my first internship. And that was really my introduction to HR at that point. Like, like I'm very different from freshman Sydney. Like I knew nothing about HR. I was like the stereotypical, like, person who thinks about HR, like, you know, you're doing paperwork, blah, 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 you're mean, you know, all that dumb stuff. <laughs> um, but they really exposed me to like all the areas of HR and definitely like gave me a foundation that has helped me out in the future. And I wouldn't be where I am today without being at Stonebelt. So shout out to them. But um, there, I mean, there's a million more people that I could talk about. Um, I say, Holly, you've always been incredible as well. And have <laughs> always been here for me. So um I'll stop it at that list, but if, if you're listening to this and I didn't say your name, um, I'm sure you've still impacted me and are incredible. <laughs> I've had many interactions and um, and definitely thankful for them all. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Mm-hmm. No, I feel the exact same way about you. It's so fun to support each other <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, just see each other grow, so that's great. Um, last question. <laughs> so... Can you talk um, a little bit? I know you had spoken about um, some resources you had utilized to find jobs. Can you walk us through your um, personal job search currently? Mm-hmm. Um, like what you're looking for um, and, you know, you know what to say, all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm looking for what Holly has, you know, that entry level HR position, whether it's like HR coordinator, representative, supervisor, you know, all those different titles um, out there. Um so far with the job search process, like I've mentioned, it's been like a lot of networking and that's really what I'm um, relying on. Um, so right now I'm really focusing on like there's certain companies that I like and like I'm going after them. So like if I know someone that has a connection, like I'm having them introduce me. So like there's a company that I like and Holly knows someone that works there. So like I'm going to reach out to them. Um, so I'm really relying on that. Um and those conversations um I haven't actually applied to any jobs like I said it's just been the networking um there is one job that someone commented on my post with my resume actually 
Um, it was like a talent acquisition specialist. So I'll be applying to that Ooh. one. That one looks like incredibly fun. Like it talks about like event planning and stuff like that, which, you know, I just like love, like that was like all of HRA, which is so fun. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll be applying to that. But right now I'm just kind of, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not worried. Like I, I was really worried when I didn't get something like in the fall, but I'm like, no, I got time. Like I, I'm confident in myself. Everything will be okay. So I'm just going to continue having these, compre- excuse me, conversations and kind of be, I guess, genuine in those conversations, you know, as well. Like, obviously like I am speaking to some people because I'm interested in the company, but it's because I'm genuinely interested in the company. It's not like I'm never going to talk to these people again. It's like, no, you can be my future coworker. Like you could be on my podcast. Like I want to maintain that. I'm not just going to talk to them and ditch them, you know, Um, that's not really how I approach it. So that's something just to, to remember in your own networking as well, because you, you don't want to be disingenuous in that search. Mm hmm. Oh, that's so great. So he has given such great um, advice on how to go about networking and speaking to professionals. Um, so just thank you so much for for walking through that. It's been so exciting um, to kick this off and just have a really um, personal episode with just you and I yeah. and just get to know us a little bit more and where we're at in life. So thank you so much. Yeah, so yeah it's definitely fun to have um, this episode. Um, I think we want to do... Um, some more in the future, just us to kind of update you guys on where we are. Um, when I get a job, we'll definitely be having another podcast to talk all about <laughs> me and my new job. <laughs> I'm yes. just kidding, but also I, I would love to talk about it and share that um, with all our listeners. But yeah, let me go ahead and wrap it up. This is definitely our longest podcast to date. Um, Holly and I could probably talk for a couple more hours, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll end it here. We'll end it here. Um, but yeah, we'll be posting consistently. We weren't that great at last season, but this season we'll be posting every Wednesday at five Eastern time. Um, we'll be posting on one of our LinkedIn's. So make sure to connect with us. You can also always just look at, um, we have like a link tree where it just links to all our platforms that you can listen to HR sessions on. Um, so you can also always take a look back at that. But yeah, LinkedIn's like the number one place where we um, we'll post so yeah every Wednesday at five make sure to check out um, the new episode um, our next guest will be um, what let me see hold on our next guest will be um, Zach Paul and he is a recruiter at Valio so we're very um, excited to talk to him and have him be our first guest of season two um, and just to put it out there, if anybody is listening and thinks they'd like to be on our podcast, definitely reach out to us. Um, I say we just did a LinkedIn post last time. And um, I knew Zach previously, like I said, this long term connection, and he wanted to be on our podcast. Um, and we're so excited to have him. So if anybody else is interested, we would 100% love to have you on here. Even if you've never been on the podcast before, even if you're nervous, anything like that, um, we're happy to help with that transition and get you, you, you know, your podcast debut. Um, But yeah, so make sure to tune in um, next week. And thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope, you know, you're able to learn some more about the job search. Um, And if you guys ever have any more questions about it, feel free to reach out to any of us. You can always message us on LinkedIn. We are more than happy to help out. Um, Yes, please. Yes, yes, (laughs) please. We really want to help you. Like we we genuinely mean that. I always say that at like different career hub events and stuff and no one reaches out. So please reach out. Like I want (laughs) want to help you guys. Um, Yeah, that is all uh, we have for today. I say this has been HR Sessions.